just be you, but but let the Lord be the one who's really funneling that message through you and let it come out of you as, as right, the parent because, you are. Because you've also been created good. Exactly. And, and there is beauty in every piece of your yes. personality. It's still Easter here on Beyond Sunday. Hallelujah. A podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday and Easter season experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm your other co-host, Rocky McCormick. Grab a chair and a drink, take a deep breath, and avoid those chores for a few more minutes while you join us as we talk, laugh, and sometimes cry about our experiences raising Catholic families and finding God in the everyday moments of our lives. So, Rocky. Yes, Nicole. We're approaching the fourth Sunday of Easter. We are. And I thought today would be a good day to revisit rapid fire questions oh is father steve gonna join us father steve is not gonna join us today well, that's sad <laughs> he did say he was a fan though he listened last oh time. very good very good so today we're gonna do rapid fire questions music and sound oh. edition oh i'm terrible at like naming songs i do not do well okay i'm gonna try not to make it too much about songs okay cool okay number one yeah name a sound that instantly reminds you of your childhood home probably mom cooking in the kitchen mm. yeah is there smell with that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. What's a sound that makes you think of your happiest memory? What's my happiest memory? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going to say a baby crying. Oh, yeah. Yes. The birth of my children. Oh, I love that. What's your favorite musical instrument? Piano and or guitar. Those are similar yet also very different. Yeah. Mm, okay. Like the soothing harmonic tones do you yeah. have a least favorite musical oh, I, instrument? I do because i've had two fourth graders the recorder oh i thought you were gonna <laughs> say the clarinet for a second but yeah no i played the clarinet rough. I, you played the clarinet I play the, <gasps> yes i played the clarinet i just learned something new <gasps> yeah Maybe. all through high school and junior high okay okay um what's a song that takes you to the good old days oh my Anything 80s and 90s. Mm. Anything 80s and 90s. Were you like, like 80s, girls just want to have fun? Yes. I was yeah. going to ask if you were like 80s, 90s pop. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Did you do the 90s grunge phase? Also, yes. Yes. Thank you. Lots of flannel. Thank you. Birkenstocks. Yes. Oh, yeah. My 13-year-old and I took a trip to um, the west side of the state a few weeks ago for a fencing tournament. Yeah. And um, I introduced him to 90s alternative rock on the way nice. there. He's a fan now. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got good it all kid. His you playlist. got a good kid. There. I know, right? He was like, <laughs> he's like, this is actually good. I was like, don't act so surprised. Come on, don't you think so? Like my daughter's into more like the '80s pop stuff, and oh, she'll yes. be playing. I'm like, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> like, Mom, do you know this song? I'm like, you're like, really? I was there when it came out the first time. <laughs> Thanks. You're like, I saw the music video. I know. Those used to be a those thing. used to be on MTV, and <laughs> when MTV actually played, I don't know music. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, what's a, so a sound that instantly makes you alert or worried that something's wrong? Uh, alarm or like sirens. Mm, okay. I was going to say when the house is silent. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking like. If you have toddler, yeah. silence oh. is highly suspicious, right? Yeah. You know what though? I've gotten to the point of parenting where I'm like, it can't be that bad. It's We'll just, we'll deal with it when we get to it. And finally, what's a sound that lets you know you're home? <laughs> the fighting of children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine I mean, would, it's children's voices or, yeah. I think mine would be the muffled dog barking. Oh, fair enough. Yes, he gets super excited when he sees the car pull in the driveway. Oh. He's like, ah, people are home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So you can probably guess from this rapid fire question session here that today we're kind of talking about hearing, mm -hmm, hearing how we hear things. Mm. Um, And sometimes I think my kids have selective hearing. What? (laughs) I do that to my husband all the time. He gets so mad. He's like, would you stop? Mind you, he'll be like, are you listening to me? I'll be like, what? (laughs) I can be yelling their name from five feet away Mm -hmm. and the kid with the earbuds in hears nothing. No. Or I can be crinkling the wrapper from a bag of Doritos and they will come running from the other side of the house. Oh, 100%. Or like when I'm whispering something to my husband that I don't need them to hear. What was that, mom? Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, well, no. no. Yep. But like me telling you to put your socks away, nothing. Yeah. Can I just say it was a really sad day in my house when all of my kids learned how to spell and read? Oh, Because you right? can't just you can't like spell, spell things to your kids anymore. So we tried talking in pig Latin for a little while oh, and then they figured that out. Yeah. Um, we tried rhyming. I'd be like, do you want to go get some shmishmream? And they'd be like, <laughs> ice cream! <laughs> Tim's been learning Greek. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should learn Greek and then we'll just start talking Greek. <laughs> Although my Greek is not helpful because I'm like, spanakopita. <laughs> Portugalis means orange. <laughs> Spray some Windex on it. And he will be like, I'm going in the basement. Leave me. He's like, no, no. No. (laughs) No, no. Biblical Greek. Right. Right. (laughs) But like, there is something to that. Like, sometimes Siri recognizes our voices more than our children. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, I wasn't talking to you, Siri. I was talking to that kid right there. But then Siri doesn't actually recognize what we're saying all that well. Because some of those voice to texts are very, very interesting messages that I send. Sorry, Nicole. (laughs) If any of them have come your way. <laughs> <laughs> so in the gospel this coming Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Easter, we're going to hear the story of the good shepherd. And mm. Jesus tells us that the sheep hear his voice mm-hmm. as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he's driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. And I thought today would be a really great day to talk about how we can tune our ears and help our children tune their ears mm-hmm. to hear God's voice to the way the sheep hear their shepherd and how um, how important it is that we model that too, that we yeah. practice it, continue to practice it even as adults yeah. um, and and how we can help our kids start to learn that even even when they're small. Because right. even when they're small, they, they can hear our voice. Oh, they can. They, they might ignore it, <laughs> but they do hear it. Yes. But I also think like two things that brings to mind. One is, you know, as, as a new mom, like you, you know your kid's voice. You know their cry. You know yes. it like immediately. It's true. Immediately. Like not, and maybe more as a mom than a dad, because I always felt like I'm the only one who hears at first when they wake up or are rustling or have they stopped breathing? I can hear them stop breathing. Mm-hmm. But they haven't, and they're fine, and it's all good. But then it made me think, too, that you know, so many studies have been done about how our children begin to recognize their voices from the time they're in utero, from yeah. the time they're, they're in our wombs, if we're reading to them and singing to them and talking to them, and how important that is because they really do have that recognition. And then on the other side, like how soothing that is for them. Like they know mom, they know dad. Mm. And to be able to hear our voices and recognize that as a place of safety. Yes. Right? Um, like mine would recognize songs I sang to them while I was pregnant. Yeah. As babies, like they would automatically soothe because it was a song I had played or a song I had sang. Mm-hmm. And um, and even as they get older, they know yeah. our voice. Right? Oh, yeah. When I was growing up, I remember distinctly I could hear, I could recognize my dad's cough mm. from across the room. And I remember one day at school, I knew he was on his way to the classroom to help out with field day. Mm-hmm. And I could hear his cough from all the way down the hall. And I was like, oh, my dad's here. Oh, 
That's so sweet. It's very distinct, right? Yeah. But even more than like just recognition of the sound of their voice is the recognition and love that our children receive from the words that we speak right. to them. You know, my older son repeating something I've said a thousand times before mm-hmm. and my daughter being like, you sound like mom. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully that was a good you sound right? like mom because sometimes that's not always in our house. And most times we know our kids' voices, even in a crowd, although there are the times when like every mom's head will shout as soon as somebody yells, mom, and you all turn. But then it takes that moment and you're like, nope, that wasn't my kid mom. Yes. It was someone else's mom. Yes. Right? Or even if we try to pretend we don't hear them when they're saying mom ad nauseum, like mom, 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 a little bit like Stewie. (laughs) But we know, we know, we know our kids' voices. We can hear them. Yes. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh. And... I will tell you that sometimes through my kids' voices, I hear the voice of God. Mm. And not always in a good way, like always in a good way, but like in a convicting way. Like Jesus tells us, right? Like if you love me, you will follow my commandments. Mm. And so there's that moment where I am talking to one of my children and my words come out of my mouth. I'm like, if you love me, you would listen to me. And I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) well played, God, (laughs) well played. Thanks, Jesus. But I think, too, and I think there are some, like, memes or images out there that have this, that as we begin to know the voice of God, like, we can discern, is it God or is it not? Because, like, the voice of God is life-giving. It's convicting, never condemning. Yes. Like, God isn't here to condemn. He's come to save Mm -hmm. and to give life, right? And then I also think of... um, the scripture that tells us we're going to have to account for every word we utter and then I want to go hide. Oh yeah, that hurts. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. really hurts. Especially when we know that we are the first image our children have of God and we're the first voice they hear when they start trying to listen for God, right? They're going to hear that in our voice. I remember my brother being um, a, a young adult, maybe like in his 20s and praying one time and, and distinctly hearing the Lord speak to him and him saying if he sounded like dad. Oh, you know, like that's yeah. a real experience for a lot of us that our parents' voice is the one that we most closely identify with the sound of God's voice. Absolutely. And that really makes me reflect on like what words am I speaking into my children? Because when I think back to like my own childhood, there are words that were spoken to me, not necessarily from my parents, but words that were spoken into me. Mm that were negative, yeah. that still play on repeat now, like 40 years later. Sure. You know, and so just how intentional we need to be that that admonishment isn't coming from us. Yes, and then I want to go back to your other thought too about like how important it is that we're careful about the words we mm-hmm. speak, that we're gonna, we need to account for those. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes there, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make sure that our words are good but I think it's so easy when anger overwhelms Mm -hmm. us that things will just come out in a moment of rage or frustration and then we're like oh man I definitely should not have said that and a lot of times we can feel that bubbling before it it comes out right we we see the simmer starting and then it really starts to boil over and then by the time we realize what we've said it is so far gone and i received some really important advice about that from um from a priest friend of mine about those moments when anger really just overwhelms us and he said think about it like a door is closing you in on your anger Mm. he said and let jesus be the wedge Mm-hmm. that keeps that door from closing us in where now we're just in it. Right. And that's all we see. He's like, let let him be that wedge that just kind of like leaves that crack of light so that you can push your way out yeah. and not let that be the only message your children receive from you. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really true. And then I also think like there was uh, someone had once said, you know, like not all anger is bad anger. Mm, yeah. But we need to be sure that our anger is seeking to correct and convict and not destroy. Like it's it's not seeking revenge or punishment or destruction, but that we're letting the anger live in the light mm-hmm. so that it can bring light to things. So anger should be a tool to bring us to light and not something where it causes us causes us to lash out. Yeah. Necessarily. Mm-hmm. So mm. just something to stew on as, as well. Yeah. And then when we talk to our kids about discerning the things we hear in the world, I know we mentioned this in, in earlier episodes too. The way I always stream it for my kids is is what you're hearing or what you're seeing, um, whether it's in the media or from other people in your mm-hmm. life or even in your own head. Right. Um, is it true and is it good and is it beautiful? Yeah. You know? And when we talk about our own voices in our heads, the voices of like discouragement, temptation, fear, right. um, I, I'll i kind of narrow it even down a little bit further and I'll say, is it trash? Yeah. <laughs> is it truth? But it's, it's true. Truth or trash? That's yeah. a really good question. Throw it out. Right? Because God doesn't make garbage. So if something is making you feel like garbage, that's not that's of not God. That's not him. Yes. Right? Like mm-hmm. God does not make junk. Yeah. Now, if he's calling you to be better, sure, that's something to listen to. And sometimes that stings and cannot feel the best. Yeah. But it's rooted in love and, and we rooted in you are out. better than that, right? Like yeah. You are, you are better than that. And that's what I will tell them. Like, you are too good to be behaving the way that you are. Like, I know you can do better. Yes. And I think when they feel convicted like that, they'll usually come around and be right. like, yeah, yeah that right. is true. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. That wasn't my best moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. well, uh, yeah. yeah. Right? But it also reminds me, I know that you're going to be really, really shocked. It reminds me of a song. Shocking. Are you well, going to sing talking it? about listening. No, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> no. Jeez, Nicole. Only in the shower. Only in the shower. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's an older song. It's, you know, by Casting Crowns, The Voice of Truth. You know, and it's talking about, like, the voice of truth tells us a different story. The voice of the enemy taunts us of our failures and our weaknesses and our inabilities. But God's voice speaks life and courage and encouragement. And I love this line, especially from the song, which says, I will soar on the wings of eagles when I hear the voice of Jesus singing over me. Mm. You know, I have to say that I've always listened to that with a self-focus. Like, what is Jesus singing over me? Yeah. But now listening to it as a mom, I wonder what is the song that Jesus is singing over my children through me? And what are my words Yes, like what kind of Singing, flavor are right? you giving that, even if you don't realize right. it? Right. Is it the beauty and life and truth of Jesus and the beautiful way that they've been made? Uh, and even in moments where they need some correction, correcting them to rise up to that beauty that is in them? Or is it just nitpicking because I'm annoyed? Oh, my gosh. And it's been a long day. And my goodness, if I have to pick up one more sock. See, you're making me feel a little bit convicted right, right now. Like clean your room, do your homework. Or am I taking the time to really appreciate these beautiful children? that God has given me because they are. You know, I love the way their minds work. They're all so different. And when I step back from the hurry and the busyness and that voice in my head that is always like, your house is such a mess, you know? Oh, that's the worst voice. Nobody listened to that one. No, and when you step back from those voices in your head, then you can begin to appreciate the beauty that is in each of the people in your own home, yes. you know, and my husband as well. And then you echo that voice of truth right? to your home, which is so important. And you're important. singing that voice that does let them soar. 
Oh, as opposed that. to weighs them down to be like, I can never live up to mom's expectations. Yeah. And so I have to check myself a lot sometimes mm. to be sure that the voice that I am using, the natural posture of that voice is one that is affirming mm-hmm. and is encouraging and is calling them up yeah. to the goodness that is in them already. Yeah. And we're definitely not saying like we should all sound very calm oh gosh no and very quiet in the way we speak because like you guys probably know this far in that i'm a loud talker in general what? so I- did you say something <laughs> i'm not sure i heard that <laughs> you guys can ask around about how low my microphone volume has to be compared to rocky's um but we're not saying that you like everything about your personality the way you communicate no. needs to be different we're saying that the message received yeah is the one that needs to be true and good and beautiful and loving and nurturing. Not that you have to change everything about the way you talk or the way you you, you um, word your sentences even. Just no. just be you, but, but let the Lord be the one who's really funneling that message through you and let it come out of you as, as right, the parent because, you are. Because you've also been created good exactly. and, and there is beauty in every piece of your yes. personality. And so it's I had just to get that out there because right? I, I know some parents out there who are like, but I'm extra. That's like, okay. And I know I'm extra. Just be extra for the be Lord. A- right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. We're exactly. supposed to be fools for Christ. Yes. You know, let your foolishness be. lead people to Jesus. Yes. Especially you. your children. Absolutely. And your children are going to know when you're fake. Of course. Like they totally know. Have Mom, ever- like... What's wrong with mom? I was going to say, you know, have right? you ever had that moment where you're like trying really hard yeah. to be calm and they're like, oh, she is so mad. Right? <laughs> they're like, look at her. She's trying to be all calm, but I can tell. Like, like she's seething. Look at her face. I, I can tell. Body language speaks a really, <laughs> that uh, sometimes speaks louder than, than my voice as well. Yep. When I'm just trying to take a minute, but like they won't let me take a minute. And then so the anger like grows and grows and grows. I'm like, be quiet. Or like they walk in and they can see that you're yeah. clearly stressed. You haven't even said anything. No. They walk in and you turn and look at them and they're like, never mind. And they, just, <laughs> they do. And then I have to be like, okay, fix my face. <laughs> no, really. I, I am interested in what you have to say. Is it insane or is it like nominally related to anything that actually happens in this world? Is it the same question you've right. already asked me five times today? That I've already said no to? <laughs> Go ask your father. <laughs> Go talk to dad. Let it be dad, 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 dad for a minute. Just for a minute. Oh, no. I, I, I do think we should acknowledge the dads for a second here. Oh, and I yeah. think we should say how important it is that um, you and your spouse, especially um, in difficult times where mm-hmm. there's a challenging circumstance, your kids are really, really pressing on whatever it is. You mm-hmm. all know what I'm talking about. You all have those moments. You can probably sure. think of one right now um, where you make sure that you take some time mm-hmm. to communicate with each other so that the voice that comes from both of you right. speaks the same message, obviously in different ways. Yeah. Dad is dad and mom is mom, but that you're you're communicating with your kids in one voice with one unified message um, and that you're both inviting the Lord into that conversation. Well, and I think too, what's really important with that, and I see this in the three of my children is our children react differently to each parent. Yes. And so it is really important to have all of that combined and to be on the same page Mm -hmm. because 
our personalities, again, are different. Our temperaments are different. And so we will react to our children. We have different buttons that they push. Yeah. And to know each other's buttons, I think, is also such a gift because we can preempt some of that if we see a kid yeah. begin to start. like Because they know. I have. They know. Yes. And I have definitely looked at my husband before and been like, this one is yours. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not the one who can address no. this. You need to be the one to do yep. it. Because if I do it, it's not going to end well. Yeah. I mean, there are those times when we'll play rock, paper, scissors because it's not going <laughs> to end well no matter what. And so <laughs> It's like, not it. Which one of you wants <laughs> to know, do this today? Right? <laughs> only when they're older, only when they're older, when they're little, you meet their needs, right? That's the first thing to do. But really, and that's the other thing, too, when we're when we're talking to our children, and this kind of calls back the, the other, um, uh, other episode, like listening for, like, what, what is the need in what they're saying? Yeah. What is, what is underlying all of that? Yeah, asking the right questions to yeah. know what they're really asking and then being able to come mm-hmm. to that from, yeah, I'm here to speak love to this. I'm yeah. here to, to to be here as a as a guide for you, just like the shepherd was for yeah. his sheep in some way. Well, and then part of that whole good shepherd story, I love John 10.10, 10, which says, you know, I've come that they may have life and have it in abundance, mm. but the thief comes to steal and destroy. And gosh, if I haven't been preaching this to my kids lately, to be like, if it is something that is destructive, it is something that is stealing joy and stealing peace that is not God, mm-hmm. right? Like all those things are things that you want to avoid and pray for protection from, Yeah. whether that's people, whether that's videos, whether that's media, whether it's your own head sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like when we talk about learning the voice of God, one thing that I love doing both with my children, myself and, and with my students is I talk about comfort verses. I'm like, we all have comfort food. When we're not feeling great, we go to mashed potatoes or we go Mm. to chips or we go to popcorn or chocolate or something. Food again, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But like, the word of God is food for us too. Amen. And so find those verses in scriptures that comfort your soul, that remind you of what is good and true and beautiful, what remind you what the Lord's voice sounds like, who he has made you to be, whose you are, mm-hmm. you know? So like Psalm 139 verses 13 and 14 are, are some of mine, or Romans 5, 8, you know, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, or, you know, God sent Jesus while we were sinners. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have to be perfect. Yeah, that actually goes right into kind of our, our challenge for you this week. Um, and that's to take some time to do an exercise in hearing God's voice and encourage your children to do the same mm-hmm. at whatever level is best for them. And it could be silent prayer, even for a few minutes. It could start with a verse from scripture. Mm. It could start with a hymn, but then always follow, you know, but then try following that with a few minutes, seconds of mm-hmm. silence, whatever you can get in. Um, and understanding, helping your kids understand that it's not always a voice, right? so much as a feeling or a phrase or a word that comes mm-hmm. to you in prayer from what you've read from scripture or heard in song. Um, and for the littles, it might just be taking a quiet moment to look at a piece of sacred art in your house, mm-hmm. color a picture from a Bible story, um, and and do it in you know relative quiet, <laughs> <laughs> um, and ask them you know what do you think Jesus wants you to know today? Yeah, what does Jesus have to say to you today? And just leaving that open for them, mm-hmm. those little exercises, giving them those questions, are things that they'll internalize, and that's really what we should all be asking ourselves, right? right? What does Jesus want to say to me today? Yeah, mm-hmm. be open and receptive to that. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday and putting up with our antics. 
We hope you are able to hear the voice of Jesus singing goodness over you and your families in this Easter season. You can find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.